Hello everybody there at High Point Life Church. My name is Samantha Faltinski and I am the senior pastor along with my husband at Whit Sunday Impact Church in the very beautiful Whit Sundays. And if you're not familiar with that, it's a small coastal country town in North Queensland, Australia. And so I can't be with you guys there in person today. But how good is God, you know, through this past year, and I mean, this past year has been filled with so many unexpected things, right? But God has come up with creative ways that have flown through uh, the body of Christ, and we've been able to get on online, we've been able to do these sort of things, and so I'm able to be with you today still, even though I can't be with you in person. And you never know, God willing, Maybe one day I'll be able to come and be with you in person at High Point Life Church. Amen? How fun would that be? Uh, I think that'd be really fun. And so today, well, today is a very, very special day. It's Mother's Day. And so I just want to, first of all, honour all the wonderful mums in the house. Uh, you know, I just, I have a mother, I'm a mother, and so I just so love my mum and appreciate all the mums and so I just want to honour you today and I'm so blessed to be able to share with you today on Mother's Day. And so let's open up in prayer before we start today's message. Father God, I just want to thank you for this absolute honour and privilege, Father, to be able to come and share a message to everybody there today at High Point Life Church, Lord. Father, I want to especially lift up all the mothers, Lord. You know, every mother, Lord, around the world. And I just want to pray a special blessing over them today, Lord. I pray they would be enriched, that they would be blessed, that they would know how loved they are by those around them, and that they would know how significant their role as a mother is to their family today, Lord. And we just pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, hallelujah, and uh, of course, you know, I want to just say thank you to your wonderful pastors, Pastor Stephen and Flora, thank you so much for reaching out to me and inviting me to come and speak with your wonderful people. So, first of all, uh, I want to honour all the mums today, and so that covers a lot of people, because there are foster mums that are being celebrated today. There are adoptive mums that are being celebrated today. There's also our spiritual mums in the house, right, that we're celebrating today, uh, as well as comforting mums who have unfortunately lost a child, uh, as well as sympathise with those who have yet to become a mum and yet so desire to be a mum. And so, as well, the single mums out there. And so I just want to honour all the mums because they, they come in all shapes and form, right? But you're all mothers. And so today my message is for all of us and all of you. And I pray that it blesses you. Amen. And so I want to start today. And I want to start in the Word of God in 2 Timothy chapter 1. So if you have your Bibles, I hope you do because we're in church. <laughs> Amen. We're going to start in 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I want to read in verse 3 to 5. I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, 
as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Now the reason I wanted to start here today for Mother's Day is because when I read this, this really blesses my heart. Because as a mother myself, I see the Apostle Paul praising Timothy's mother and Timothy's grandmother for the genuine faith that he's seen in Timothy. And I think, wow, how beautiful is that? How impacting these two women were in Timothy's faith. And so today, I really wanted to draw upon this and today I really wanted to highlight this as mothers and I wanted to talk about how your faith, how our faith as mothers impacts our children. And I often think about, you know, as a mother myself, what would be the greatest blessing uh, for me as a mum to see in my own children's life? And I know that for me, it would be to see each of them grow up and to follow Jesus with all their heart and to have a genuine faith like Timothy's, right? And so I think, wow, this is so important as mothers that we can understand the impact that we have on our children. Amen? And so I wanted to talk to you today about living your faith, to live out your faith. Amen? Because there is a difference, friends, there is a difference. And so I wanted to explain to you the two, the two differences between living out your faith. So to live your faith every day, to live your faith is an expression of your love for God and what He is doing in your life. I want to say that again. To live your faith is an everyday expression of your love for God and what He is doing in your life. What it is not is confining your faith to church on Sunday say you're serving in children's ministry or you're on the worship team to tick the box of you know being a good Christian but then your faith actually doesn't leave the full walls of the church building. So to live your faith out is to live an everyday expression of your love for God every single day friends. And so it is so important that as, as women, as mothers, that we are living our faith out every day to uh, impact our children around us. Amen. The pivotal role of being a mother is still a divine mission assigned to women alone. It's a mission of partnering with God to raise and equip and nurture our children up in love to follow Christ. Like Timothy's mother Eunice and his grandmother Lois, we too impact the lives of our children every day. And that can either be good, or we desire it to be good, but unfortunately can, we can also be impacting our children in a negative way. And, you know, this is greatly determined by how we're living out our faith. So how do we live out our faith? How do we, like, you know, uh, grandmother Lois and, and Timothy's mother Eunice, how do we live out our faith to impact our children so they will grow up and also reflect their genuine love and faith for Christ. And I believe, 
friends, that it starts with cultivating that in our own life. Because we can be very good at teaching, we can be very good at preaching and saying all the right things, but we all know saying something and speaking something is different to living something out. And our children are with us a lot of the times, right? So I homeschool. I homeschool, I have four children, and my eldest is 12, and my youngest is five, and I homeschool all four of them. So I'm with my children a lot of the time, and my children are with me a lot of the time. So they see our true colors, or for a better word, they see our true character. And, and my desire is that my children are seeing a reflection of Christ. And that a reflection of Christ, we have to remember, it's not about perfection. We're never going to be perfect mothers, but we can be Christ-like mothers. And so that means saying sorry and asking for forgiveness when maybe we've had a bad attitude or maybe we've uh, spoken words out that we know we shouldn't have or we've been too harsh about something. And I think it's so important that our children see the genuineness of our faith which first starts with us being applied into our everyday life amen mums we can't pour out of an empty cup and so our private time our devotion and our, that precious time with God every single day is crucial in us being the mothers that God has created us to be no one can do this for us we have to take that responsibility uh, to, to seek God first above all else so that we can every day live with intention and live with that, with that love in our heart uh, towards our children. And I want to read you uh, Psalm 127. And I want to read you this in verse 3, 4 and 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. I love this because this is God's word. And God's word is confirming that if you have children, then children are a heritage from the Lord. God has gifted you with these children. He has blessed you with these children. They are the fruit of your womb. They are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. And a man who has a quiver full is happy and will not be ashamed. And the Word of God says that we are to train our children up in the way that they shall go and they shall never depart. So as mothers and, and dads too, this isn't just... Uh, obviously applicable to mothers. Yes, it is Mother's Day and I'm speaking uh, on behalf of the mums, right? But dads, please don't check out because you will gain so much from this message as well today if you remain with an open heart. And so I think it's so important that we know and remember that children are a gift from God. You know, when I was a young mum, I remember feeling the the kind of that mundane role every day of being a mum. I was waking up, feeding, cooking, cleaning. And 
I just never understood the value or the significance in what I was doing. And so it, I had this attitude that was like, you know, when they would just, you know, I, can't, I couldn't wait until my children could feed themselves or I couldn't wait until my children could go to the toilet on their own. I couldn't wait till I could get eight hours of sleep again through the night. Or I couldn't wait until they could dress themselves and get themselves in and out of the car on their own accord. And I remember thinking that, you know, one day I'll be able to go to work and go to do something uh, more important, right? And so now when I look back, I can see that the mindset was so far from God, it's all I knew. And God is so good that he's renewed in me uh, the truth about being a mother, the truth about raising children and the impact that we can have in their lives. And, and now I'm not wishing away my time with my children. In fact, God's called me to homeschool them. And, and, and so, yes, I am a pastor, but not before my children. And so my children are my first, um, my first call. I, I'm a mother and every day my job, my main focus is raising my children. And it's a privilege and an honor. And I would not trade it for anything else because I know that I've only got so much time with each of my children before, like arrows, they will be shot out into this big wide world. And I want my children to know God, to have a relationship with Christ, a genuine relationship with Christ, so that they are ready to go out into the world and not be affected and not be infected by the world, but that they would be able to affect the world in a positive way for Christ, right? That they would be the ones impacting those around them. And God had to do this work in me. God really had to show me the significance and the value of my role because you aren't going to find it. Uh, in the world. You're not going to find significance as a, as a mother in the world. You're not. You're not even going to find it from your husband. I remember constantly wanting my husband to affirm what I was doing to see how important it was. But that's, uh, what's the word? It's short-lived, right? God had to put it in my heart, the significance. And I want to read you this quote. And I love this quote so much. It's from Chris Volaton. And Chris Volaton says it like this, if you put a small value on yourself, rest assured that the world will not raise your price. That was so true for me. The world will not value your role as a mother because the world still values the, that the career way of living is more significant than mothers raising their children. But let me tell you, it's not. And so being a mother, I had, to, I had to allow God to put that value in my heart and I had to first decide that yes, being a mother was the most important job, most important calling that I could ever do for my children. That being a mother was priceless, that nobody else uh, has been chosen to be the mother to my children apart from me. And when I did that, I stopped saying, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mum to people, or I'm just a mother, or I can't wait until I can go back out and to work, you know, to work out in the world in a job. But no, I started to see the importance, and when I put value on it, it changed and renewed my mind. And so now I live every day with intention and purpose in what I do in being a mother. And because it is so important. You need to realize, mums, that you are raising the next generation of leaders. 
You're raising the next generation of pastors. You're raising the next generation of artists and technicians and volunteer workers. You could even be raising the next president or the next prime minister. You're raising the next generation. And I want the next generation to be empowered, to know Christ, to be world changers, to, to love, to, to serve. And that starts with us because behind every uh, technician and president and pastor and volunteer and doctor and nurse is a mother. A mother who fostered that into their children, that they got, can be all that God called them to be, who loved and supported their child in all things, who nurtured them with all her heart and with all her mind. And I want to encourage you that you, your job as a mother is so purposeful. And if you don't grasp the purpose yet, I want you to pray and ask God to reveal to you the purpose that you really do carry in your home, the atmosphere that you set in your home, the nurturing that God has gifted you to bestow upon your children, to understand your children, to reflect Christ's love in your home to your children. And there's no other person that can do that in your home but you, Mum. So Luke 6.45 talks about our heart and it talks about for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. And so I've been talking about living your faith out as your mother, as a mother and how that first begins with us and our relationship with Christ. But how do we cultivate that in our children? Because like Eunice and Lois, they were able to cultivate that into their son, into their son and grandson Timothy. And I love because I believe that these two women obviously cultivated uh, their own genuine faith, but they cultivate it in their son as well. And it's our responsibility to cultivate that in our children's life. And I see this and I read this and I think, wow, you know, we can be very good at teaching our children obedience, right? And obedience is a biblical principle. And so I'm all for teaching our children obedience, of course. But... I don't know about you, but I've, I can see and I've witnessed that children can be very good at obeying, but their hearts can be far from you. And I was actually that child myself. I was a child that I knew how to behave and I knew how to honour my mother. My dad passed away when I was quite young. Uh, and so I knew how to honour my mum and I knew how to be a good kid, but my heart was far from my mum. And so I often would do things in secret or I would uh, catch myself thinking bad things or negative things or doing things, you know, outside of the home and not telling my mom. And so it was very deceitful. But when I, when I become a Christian and I become a mother myself and I read these scriptures, I can see how it is important, mums and dads, to not just teach our children to behave right, but that we would know and understand the hearts of our children. Because the Bible teaches us that our heart is where everything flows from. And I also just want to read in Proverbs quickly before I um, wrap this up for you today. That Proverbs speaks of this as well. In fact, there's many scriptures that speaks about our heart. And so for, uh, Proverbs 4 verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. The heart of our children is so important, mums and dads, 
that we are cultivating a place in our homes where our children feel safe, where our children feel that they can come and talk to their mum and dad, where they can come and share their heart, but also that we can see what's going on, that we're aware of what's going on in the lives of our children. And homeschooling has helped me do that because I spend so much time with my kids, I'm able to see things a lot quicker than if I say I'm out of the home or I spend a lot of the time away. And I'm not, I'm not, I, my heart's not to condemn anyone who maybe works full time. I believe that you still can see your child's heart, but it does take intention, mums and dads, that we're getting to know the hearts of our children because that is where. Uh, truly everything flows from and that is where if they can if we can begin to understand the heart of our children which I believe a mother is gifted well to do this ladies uh, when a child feels truly nurtured then love and goodness are awakened in their hearts and that's where where Jesus that's where God can come and flow in their life and cultivate in them that genuine faith just like Timothy and so I believe that God has called us as mums and dads uh, to be the shepherds in our home, right? To, to shepherd the hearts of our children. And I just want to encourage you to take that time to, to maybe, you know, not be so quick to discipline all the time, but sometimes it may call for a conversation with your child or maybe it may call for that extra time to see what's going on in their heart to see why you can see that bitterness or why you can see that maybe there's disrespect coming in often we can discipline and give out consequences so quickly but we have to get to the hearts of our children because that's where God really can come in and do a work in their heart, which we all know a true work, a true transformation is from the inside out. It's the same as with our children. And I don't think we, we have anything to fear in this. If you see things in your children's heart, praise God, because how many things can go unnoticed in, our, in the hearts of our children, and then before we know it, they're young adults or they're rebellious teenagers, and it all started from a seed, something that was allowed to stay and to grow negative roots deep down into their heart, and it wasn't dealt with then. So take the time, pray for your children, mums and dads, pray for your children, talk to your children, get to know them, and, and, and when you see things in their heart, praise God because you can pray directly to God who loves your children even more than you and so wants you to succeed at motherhood and at fatherhood. And He'll give you the answers for your child because He loves them so much and you're a tool in, in God's hand. You're their mother, you're their father. And so pray for your children that you would win their hearts and not have children that are just good at behaving right, but you would have the hearts of your children because trust me, trust me friends, I truly believe that in having the hearts of your children and winning the hearts of our children from the inside, guess what flows on the outside? Respect love, honor, obedience. But often we start there and we try to control that without ever getting in, in, inside into the heart. And so it works from the inside out. That's what the scripture says. Amen. 
and you know I just really hope that that has encouraged you today to one understand that you're living your faith out that living your faith out is an everyday thing it's a real life thing to cultivate a genuine faith in your life that will impact your children and hopefully children's children begins with us it begins with us cultivating that in our own life and then it begins with understanding the significant purpose you have in the lives of your children as a mother and that purpose will bring intention and drive it will bring motivation it will bring desire to be able to love intentionally and to parent your child with intention and in cultivating in your child a genuine faith and winning their hearts for Christ. Amen. And you know, I don't want to leave it there because I want to go back to where we began in Timothy because there's something really important in this scripture that I never really thought about until I started reading this scripture. And we began here in 2 Timothy verse 1, and we, we read verse 5. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded is in you also. But what I wanted to mention here, ladies, and I wanted to mention this to the men in church and to the dads and the fathers, the uncles, the sons, is that this isn't where Timothy's story ended. So we began with, you know, shining the light on the significant impact that these two women had in Timothy's faith, in Paul mentioning Timothy's genuine faith and where that had come from, the, the foundation of where it had come from. And we spoke about that uh, throughout this whole message. But I want to finish with that. This isn't where Timothy's story ended because the Apostle Paul loved Timothy as a son. The Apostle Paul uh, says in verse 2, he says to Timothy, our beloved son, grace, mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul took Timothy in as a son and then he took on the role in loving and nurturing Timothy in discipling him and, and really uh, taking that ownership on him to, to help Timothy be the pastor that God had called him to, to be the man God had called him to. And God set this up, friends, on purpose, that we need mothers, uh, that we need grandparents, that we need aunts and uncles in our lives, that we need our precious fathers and our spiritual fathers as well. Because I know that a lot of women may be single parents right now and not have a father that's shepherding uh, in their home their children and that was like my sister she's been a single mother to three kids for a long time and my husband and I really took it on board and God laid it on our heart uh, to to just be there for her son and so they lived with us from when I think Tyler was uh, three and my sister gave her heart to Christ and she'd come out of a domestic violent situation uh, but praise God she received Christ and so from that moment we really kind of took on like Paul treating Tyler her son like our own and Tyler has lived with us on and off throughout the years uh, he's been on trips with us we've bought them presents and Christmas presents and we've spent time with him and Josh's my husband has taken him 
crabbing and fishing and uh, camping and all those sorts of things uh, and discipled him in the ways of God. And I just wanted to uh, remind the men how important it is that whether you're a dad or not, there are children in your church family, there are, uh, you know, there could be someone that God's laid on your heart right now that God wants you, like Paul, to take under your wing and to shepherd and to disciple and to love like a son. And what an honor and a calling that is. And so I, I hope that blesses you dads uh, to see also your significant role that God uh, has called you to partner with the mums, the mums and the dads, as well as the spiritual mums and dads, that we're to partner together in raising our children up in Christ Jesus. Because let me tell you, our, there is a war for the lives of our children. The devil is after our children, friends. And he's not going to go down quiet without a fight, without a battle. But as a mother myself, I am telling you now, I'm going to fight for my children. And fighting for my children means waking up and realizing the purpose and call on my life as a mother, on my life to intentionally train, equip, love and nurture and raise my children up in Christ. And not just my own children. I also have, uh, you could almost say, like a foster daughter. She she lives with her mum. It's quite a troubled family, but she's often over our house three times, sometimes more a week. She'll have dinner with us. She comes to church with us. And, you know, we just kind of treat her like one of ours. And I just want to tell you that even if today you aren't a mother biologically, pray because I know that God will have somebody, a young person around you that you can be spiritually building up and encouraging and loving and nurturing. And you just don't know the impact that you can make on that child's life. And one day you will see, whether it be in this life when they're older and you'll see that fruit, or whether it be in eternity, you will be rewarded uh, for the love and the nurture that you're sowing into our children, into the next generation. Amen. So let's, let's be mums and dads that are awakened to the call from God. Uh, to, to love our children and to live out a genuine faith that impacts our children's lives. So like Timothy, as they grow up, uh, the people around them will be impacted by their genuine faith and they will say, I can see that has come through from your mother. I can see that same faith in your grandparents. Wow, I can see four generations of faith down your family line. It's a legacy like no other. It's a legacy like no other. Mums, we celebrate you today. We honour you today for the pivotal role of love that you are playing and serving and nurturing your home and your family. I pray that God blesses you. I pray today that your children would spoil you, that you would get a foot rub or maybe a head massage or maybe a lovely uh, dinner cook for you or a lunch. But mostly I pray that you would continue to serve your family with, a, with purpose, with intention, knowing that every day as you wake up and seek God first in your life and to make that commitment to live out the faith 
a genuine faith will be cultivated in you and it will be passed on to your children's children. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I just pray that God blesses you forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. God bless. Bye.